friends. Welcome to another episode of the Long Distance Friends Podcast. My name is Liv. Sorry about the gap last week. Let me tell you what happened. Okay. Tootie Boy is coming up. He sees we're recording. He wants to be on camera as always. So last weekend, I had big plans to record ahead of time. And guess what? Didn't happen. Okay. I have been CB girl. All right. I've been tired. I've been slacking. I get it. Okay. It's winter time. Cut me a break. But if I didn't have that break, guess what? I would never have this fun, exciting story for you. So one of my girlfriends who has been on the show before, shout out to the episode with LDF Delaney. Um, it was her birthday and we have not like physically been together in a couple years. You know, we've been moving a lot. Everybody's been in different states. And so we had a girls weekend with another girlfriend who we are going to get on here to talk about. Oh my God, so many things. I want to talk about social work with her because she's a social worker and like understanding what their responsibilities are in regards to like social welfare, stuff like that. Um, but so we had a girls weekend and I have not had a girls weekend since I was in college. Like truly like getting together with like a group. It was three people. Why well, say when I say a group I mean three people. But like still, it, for those that three of us like we haven't been together since I graduated from college. And so it was really nice and really special. But here's here's what happened. I came back to work and everyone at work was like, "Oh my god, your spring break weekend." And I was like, it was not a spring break weekend. And they were like, no, no, no. You had a crazy wild weekend. That is a spring break weekend. Like, love this for you. And I said, if this is a spring break weekend, I am disappointed in the craziness of my life because, yes, I live a crazy, fun, lavish life. Like, I literally have cool shit happening to me all the time. It, make, like, it makes sense that, like, cool and, like, exciting things are always happening for me, you know? So I drive up. For reference, I drove up on Saturday. I drove back Monday. I woke up at 3 a.m. on Saturday morning, packed up my car, and it was – there was a snowstorm. I don't know if any of you keep up with the news, but over the past, like, two weeks, there's been a lot of winter storms happening, and there was a windstorm slash snowstorm for my entire route. Mind you, I'm in, like, the Kentucky area right now, and I was driving to Washington, D.C., so a lot of mountains <laughs> and it was, it was windy and I drive a small car and it was 4 a.m. pitch black. Snow was pounding down. A uh, fun fact that I learned, it's easier to drive in the snow with like lower lights, like just your regular lights. Like I sometimes when it's dark out, I like to do the high beams so I can see further ahead. And I don't know. Listen. I took driver's ed so many years ago. Like, I know that you're not supposed to use your high beams except for certain situations. And I don't know what those are. I don't know what those are. If you know what they are, tell me. I don't know. But I I usually, I do a lot of road trips. And when I drive in the dark and I, like, am on roads that I'm not used to that might be windy or potentially going through fucking mountains, I'm going to turn my high beams on so I can see where the fuck I'm going. So I did that. And it was like harder to because I could see more of the snow coming down. So it was harder to see ahead than it was with the lower lights. So life tips for you because now I know how to drive in the snow. But so I drove up. I listened to the third Throne of Glass book. What was it? Kingdom of Ash, I think, by Sarah J. Mass. It was lovely. I had such a fun time. Selena Sardothian is that bitch, right? It was good. Um, and then... On the way back, I listened to the fourth book 
So I now have to do the tandem read, which I did reach out to someone who didn't do the tandem read and she was like, you'll be fine without it. Like you don't have to, you can, but like you can also just read it straight and it makes sense. And I was like, thank God. So I got, I got two 15 hour books in. Do I listen to them at 1.75 speed because I have ADHD? Yes. Does that make it sound nice for my brain? Yes. Do people tell me that's cuckoo crazy pants? Also, yes. I get it. I'm just not your average chick. But so I drive up, right? I get to DC. We hang out. We go to dinner. We have a fun time at dinner. We made like a cute little ticky talk of our girls' dinner. We danced in the street. We went shopping. We had a great time. And then the next day on Sunday, we did a like a vineyard tour. We did a wine tasting. And the night before at dinner, uh, one of my girlfriends was like, we should get tattoos. And we all have tattoos. I have many. And we're like, that'd be fun. And she was like, what do you think about this design? And we were like, not what I would particularly pick, but like, it's cute. But like, I don't know if that fits our vibe. And while we were at the vineyard, she was like, hey, so I thought of something new. It is three Cosmos flowers, which if you've ever seen a Cosmo flower, it's like a little pink it almost looks like a daisy. Like they're very cute flowers. They're like wildflowers and they're very pretty. She was like, I have like three of them, just line work. And we were like a couple glasses of wine in. We were like, yeah, that's cute. And she was like, cool. I already called a tattoo shop. And remember when you gave me a maximum dollar amount that you would spend on a tattoo? That's in the budget. So how about we go there now? And we were like, yeah, sure. So we've done a full wine tasting and are like a little drunk. And we went and we got tattoos. And then I drove back 3 a.m. Monday morning and drove straight to work. And I came in and I was like, so I got a tattoo this weekend. And one of the women in my office was like, are you fucking kidding me? And I was like, um, no, I'm not. Here it is. And she was like, that's permanent. I was like, yes, I am. I am aware. I do have several others that have not washed off actually in years, uh, like ever. So they don't, they don't, they don't go away. She was like, right. It took you three months to decide to cut your hair and that grows back. And I was like, listen, like, you're right. But here's the thing is I'm really good with one-way decisions. Okay. When you make a decision and now that is that, and you are committed to it. Those are easy. Those are so easy. You know, what's hard two-way door decisions because you can go back on them because you have the option to say, oh, I don't like this and I can change it now. But like if you're committed to something, you've made that decision. You are going with it. You are sticking with it and you are powering through. When you have the option to go back, do you ruminate on it? So that's what I learned. I'm really good at making high-level decisions. So yeah, now everyone in the office is referring to it as my spring break weekend. Am I the only one who finds it easier to make decisions that like once you make it like there's no going back like I like it's easier for me to make commitments than it is for me to make easy to like change decisions like I ruminate over those because I can go back and change it and you know like do I really want to like versus the decision you make is the correct decision and you like it just has to be. And even if it isn't, like you learn something from it, you move on instead of being like, oh, I got to go back and change it. You know, that's just maybe silly old me being silly old me. So did that, came home exhausted, like genuinely pooped, purely wiped. I was deceased, basically. I went straight to work and they were like, 
what the fuck are you doing? And I was like, uh, being committed to corporate America is what I'm doing. And you know what? Had a great day. Like for all intents and purposes, had a great day, listened to a great book. I got hit on twice. I got hit on at the West Virginia Chick-fil-A and gas station. And you want to know what I was wearing? High viz. Okay. I was wearing a high viz winter coat that was huge. I was wearing a neon orange beanie. Like of all the times that I feel like, yeah, hit on me. That wasn't it. That was not it at all. But you know what? I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Guess what? If I look sexy and high viz, I look sexy always. Like, am I surprised? No. Am I shocked? No. Am I appreciative? Always. Always. What else is going on? Okay, so I don't know if I talked about it last time. Maybe. Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Oh, God. I know I've talked about them before, but I love them. I love them so much. I am watching The Reunion. Another episode comes out this week. So exciting. I'm sorry. I'm fucking with the microphone because it's in a weird position. And I don't know if you can hear me, but I hope you can. Let's let's keep going with the updates of the TikTok. So I know I like a month and a half ago said that I was going to start posting on TikTok every single day for 30 days. It's now been over 30 days and like I'm having fun with it. You know, I enjoy it and it's made me, I won't say it made me, but I will say it has encouraged me to do more with my day. And like I document the things that I'm doing more, you know, like I feel more encouraged to be like, yeah, I deserve to like go out and do fun things because one, like I want to, I want to live a life worth documenting and I do live a life worth documenting, you know, like I am exciting. I do fun things. And even if they're like kind of mundane, they're still fun. Like there's so much joy in the mundane life. And why not share that? Why not document that? Like I'm in a time in my life where I'm solo and that's okay. But that doesn't mean like, just because you're solo doesn't mean life stops. And I feel like you see one of two spectrums. You see the people that are like, I'm just waiting for my life to begin with a partner. And then you see the people that are like, no, fuck that. Like my life is everything and wonderful and whatever. And I'm like, where's the balance of like, yeah, sometimes I do fun things with my girlfriend. Sometimes I do fun things by myself. I also spend a lot of time alone because I don't have a person. So like, yeah, it is like kind of tough when I'm at home and I'm bored and it's like, I can't really like go out and do something. And it'd be fun to just like play a game with someone or talk to someone or whatever, just cohabitate. You can't do that because you just don't have someone and that's okay. That's all right. More books that I'm reading. I am almost done with Romancing Mr. Bridgerton, which is, it's pretty good. I am curious the people that are like, oh, these smutty little bookies, they're not that spicy. Like, okay, they're banging. It's not like that spiced which is like it i don't know if it's like okay that makes sense because it's like regency era europe like london or that just people are not reading smutty little novels the same way i am and that's okay listen call me when you've been single for (laughs) as long as i have okay and i say that with a laugh because i keep dating people but like they're not like relationships you know oh speaking of um, it's never me. It's never me. I want to shout out the several people that have texted, DM'd, reached out over the past couple of weeks. Mercury went retrograde and like everybody had to stop by and be like, hey, so I was just like thinking about you and like, you know, I just like hope you're, I hope you're good. Like I 
you're you're a cool person. I'm like, yeah, I am. Thank you. I really, I really appreciate that. I know you're right. I actually sent someone a Yelp link. I was like, you should add that to my Yelp. And he was like, just send me the link. And I was like, okay, here you go. <laughs> he sent it back and he was like, there's nothing here. I was like, did you read the, your uh, URL? It was like yelp.com slash maybe she's just perfect. <laughs> and he was like, I did not read that. That's actually really fucking funny. I was like, oh, thank you. It was someone's birthday. And I have preached this book before and I'm going to fucking plug it again because Nick Vial, don't text your ex happy birthday. I don't. I don't text anybody that I have had sex with that I'm not fucking anymore. Happy birthday. Like, you know, I see the like tweets and stuff where people are like, if you have had my titties in your mouth, you better text me happy birthday. No, actually, I don't want to hear from you. Like, I want to know that you thought about me, but I don't want to hear from you because I don't like you're not in my life. You know, like when everybody comes out of the woodworks, who's like not in your life to be like, happy birthday. Like all it does is just kind of like make that person sit there and be like, oh, you're not in my life. Like, it's not nice. You know, like, yeah, it's a little disappointing the first time, but like, hey, we're, we're not, we're not close like that. Like me saying happy birthday doesn't do anything of value besides maybe giving you validation that I think about you or reopening a wound that exists. And that's not nice. And I choose to be nice. So I did not text him happy birthday. I got notified by my Alexa. I got notified by my iPhone. I got notified by my laptop. I got notified. I got notified out the fucking ass. Hey, did you know that it's this person's birthday today? And I was like, I did. I actually, believe it or not, I am aware. I am aware and I have thought about it every single day leading up to this week, actually, because I thought about, hey, I thought I was going to do something for this person and then it didn't work out. And like, you know, I'm, I feel fine. I feel grateful, you know, like I feel grateful that I'm one step closer to what I do want with my life. But like, God, it's weird when you like have already thought about making plans for something that it doesn't happen. You're like, oh, this feels weird, you know? And so he reached out to me the day after and was like, I would have appreciated if you had texted me happy birthday yesterday, but I did see the video because I posted a TikTok naturally about how I was reminded. And I was like, it's great, but like, I don't talk to this person anymore. And they were like, I would have appreciated, like, I appreciated the shout out. And I said, who said it was for you? I was speaking to the masses. And he was like, oh, my bad. I said, yeah, exactly. Uh, but happy birthday. Happy belated birthday. Congratulations on aging. Like, how does it feel to officially be an elder of the t community? Like, congrats. You know, it's so exciting for you. And he was like, I would have appreciated a, a happy birthday. It's like, okay, well, yeah. Uh, so, you know, I, I thought about you. I, I, w I've sent you well wishes spiritually. I hoped that you were with family and friends and not by yourself. But like, we are not fucking we are not talking every day. Like if we were talking every day, it would be different. But like, hey, we went no contact for a month. I'm not even kidding you. Um, a month exactly to the day I got a text. And it was like, hey, like, hope you're doing well. Appreciate you. You were great. And I was like, correct. And then we're like a week later doing the same thing of like, like, because you reached out to me a week ago, was I supposed to wish you happy birthday? Like, I'm not playing games. You're too old for that. So yeah, it was, it was fun. It was fine. It made me think though, you know, it did make me ponder of like, would I want to get back together with this person after like, they said what they said, you know, and they, they said nothing but nice things. 
but they informed me that they do not have the same long-term goals as me. And I know that that can change. I know that that can change. But hey, do I trust and believe that like if you are telling me that your thoughts and goals have changed, like would I believe it? I don't think I would, you know? And like I just I, – I, I laugh because I'm like – I really appreciated it, but like there's a Taylor Swift song. It's called All You Had to Do Was Stay. And I have been singing it for like weeks because I'm like, I feel this of like, what is the line where she's like, now you want back the love you gave away, but people like me are gone forever when you say goodbye. And like, yeah, yeah. Like, again, one way decisions. One way decisions were like, hey, okay, like we decided that this isn't it. All right, I'm going to move on. Okay, I'm going to keep moving. Now, could we cross paths again? Yeah. Is this what that is? I don't think so. You know, I have nothing but care for that person. But hey, I want certain things. And you really clearly told me that's not what I want. And so now my recollection has been clouded by my logical brain that's saying that's not a person that wants the same things as you. So like I'm gone, you know, like you had me and you had the opportunity because like when I'm in something, I am in it. I am I am chest deep in it, you know? And I think a lot of people are. Like when you're in a situation and something feels good and it's kind of working out, like even when it was like kind of getting towards a point where I was like, hey, like should or get off the pot? Like, is this what I want? Let me evaluate this. And I was feeling unsure. I was still like, I err on the side of like, I give the chance. You know, I'm one to try. And, you know, having someone look at me and say, I am not going to be able to give you what you want. I'm going to take you at your word. I'm going to believe you. So, hey, coming back and saying, I changed my mind. Did they say that? No. No. Which then leads me to be like, what are you doing? I don't know. I don't know. So, yeah. So that's happened. I know it's January, but I did have a Secret Santa event. And, I went a little too hard and I may have gotten the person a little too much. But like I I have this thing where I'm like, I don't want to say it's an insecurity, but like as a kid, I always felt like I had to like buy things for people to like prove that like I had money because like I was not the richest kid in school. So then it was like, oh, no, 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 I'll pay for this. Like, no, 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 I like, no, no, I can. I can. Like, look, see, like, and I'm fine and I'm not worried about it. But like, why did I have to prove that? You know, like, why did it matter? at such a young age but I like wanted to get a good gift and also here's the thing with it is what I got this person I felt like it would be really weird if I only got them that thing so like I love gift baskets where I can be like here's a theme and my secret Santa's interests were they like the color green it was a man they liked it's always sunny in Philadelphia which I was like god that is so spot on with like men of a certain age <laughs> and homesteading, gardening, like they, they were getting into like those types of things. And I was like, okay. So like I couldn't really find anything like it's always sunny themed that I could think to give to this person. I didn't have their age. And I was like, I've dated so many people that loved it's always sunny. And so like tapestries are a really big thing, I guess, with like quotes and stuff. I've dated several people that had them. I'm going to be honest. I met this person that is my secret Santa and I was like cackling my ass off because they were like the blend of two or two of my like more longer term exes and like physically looked like one of them in like 20 years and I was like this is so weird like this is so funny but so weird to be like okay yeah all right yeah that's exactly how I see that person's life going and like not in a bad way not in a bad way at all but I just was like that's so weird like that it's it was so weird and it was while everybody was like reaching out to me and I was like hey universe what's going on 
what's happening just curious so that happened and I ended up getting him like a can sealer that like vacuum seals the cans without having to like boil it and then I was like I don't know if that's gonna be like like understandable so then I got like a cheap little like how to can food book and so I spent a little bit more than was intended but like $15 nowadays does not go very far and I only ended up spending like 25 you know so happy Christmas to that guy but I got these prompts there's a hundred of them and it I don't even remember what I put on mine I was like I love real housewives I'm into self-care and uh yeah so there's some good ones in here and what I like about them is it's like you get a quote for the morning you get a like not an activity but like a prompt for how to go about your day and then you get another quote on the back and like a reflection so one of the categories is stoicism because okay the quote for the morning is I and I alone am responsible for everything I think and feel the prompt is choose how to feel today set an hourly reminder to check in with yourself Today, I choose to feel happy. Every hour, I'm going to stop on the hour and decide, hey, what made me happiest this, you know, what what made me feel happy this past hour? I got, like, genuinely, most of the time, I love this pink cup that I drink out of. Like, it, it brings me joy that it's just, like, Barbie pink and it's fun and it's something that, like, five, ten years ago, I would have been embarrassed to walk around with. And now I'm, like, I am, like, every other girl here and I feel so, like, happy and connected to be, like, hi like I hi Barbie people all the time. So I my favorite is thank you, Barbie. The like Ken, thank you, Barbie. My favorite, where he's like putting his hair behind his ear and he's like, Thank you, Barbie. Every time I say thank you to a woman, I say thank you, Barbie. And some people get it and some people don't. And I'm like, that's fine. Uh the reflection for the evening, the quote is we all have problems we can't solve by more thinking. I have a lot of those, actually. Allow yourself to let go of whatever is stressing you. Invite sensations of peace and equanimity to fill your idea space. Like your idea space is your brain, but I don't know. So yeah, I was like, I fucking love these. Um, feel like I should bring them to work or like, I don't know, maybe like bring them, read them here. I don't know. But so that's fun. Thank you to my secret Santa. She's lovely. I know I was talking about Real Housewives. It's wild. It's crazy. I'm re-watching Vanderpump Rules because it makes me feel better about where I am in my 20s. Like, I feel like when I'm feeling really lost about being in my early 20s and being like, what the fuck am I doing? I love going back to Vanderpump Rules because, you know, season one, they're in their, they're my age and they are absolutely like shit for ass you know like they're so lost and then I get into the episodes where I'm like okay I feel like I'm like at this point in my life with them and they're like 32 33 and I'm like it is kind of tough being like age-wise younger but in a place that's a little bit more advanced I met uh, I've been on Bumble for friends and I went on my first like friend date this morning and it was lovely she was so nice I think she and I are going to hang out again. I know she and her husband are like, yeah, we think we're going to be moving soon. And I was like, amazing. That's great. But she was so sweet and like so kind. And we, I feel like laughed a lot. And I really enjoyed that. I think we have a lot of similar interests. And she is a couple years older than me, you know, has a husband and a child and was like a really cool lady. 
And, you know, it's funny to like sit back and be like, I feel like a toddler compared to people like age wise. I've been out in this big blue world for so much less time than them, but I can hold my own. Like I'm doing a lot of things that are quite advanced given my age and my life experience. And, you know, that's an awesome thing, but it's also a little daunting. And I know I talk about it a lot, but like it is. So it's nice for me to like have outlets where I can watch people feel similar ways and, and do things that are like, okay, yeah, I'm doing all right. Because a lot of times I look at the people who like where I'm at in the race is aligned with people who are, who've had more time to get to other areas that are ahead of me. And I'm looking at the one area that I'm at the same place with them at and looking at the rest of my life and going, oh my God, I'm so far behind. When in reality, if I look at the people who are from the same pond as me, I'm I'm doing okay. Like I'm, do, I'm doing more than okay. I'm doing fabulous. And I love that. I also, I got to go to dinner this weekend with two of my girlfriends in town. And I don't know if this is just like living in the South, but there's so many churches. And so like the churches get sold and they put restaurants in them. And it's so fun. We went to a place that was like that. And like, it was so gorgeous. I'll have to post the videos. Cause like we sat in the upstairs room and it's like the whole roof was painted blue with gold stars. And there was like a lot of church memorabilia, like a lot of stained glass. There was a lot of like Jesus paintings and sculptures and Virgin Marys and crucifixes. And I was like, honestly, like the detail of this art is so beautiful. And like, I love the Sistine Chapel. I love the Vatican City. I love the museums of it. And like, yes, it is all very religious. You know, a lot of these works of art are are very much related to the church and to Christ and to Christianity. And, you know, I have kind of distanced myself over the past several years from the Christian church just because I feel like I didn't I I don't ever feel like I felt really like welcomed in the churches that I was involved in. I, you know, over the summer was seeing someone whose family was very religious and went to church with them. And I was like, this is a very hateful environment. You know, like these are people who are literally sitting here saying that they're preaching love, but in reality are like literally sitting here saying that like the devil is in your neighbors and like don't trust anyone of this political affiliation or who does this with their life or whatever. And I was like, hey, like sitting here and, you know, I I respect your beliefs. I hope you respect mine. But like I've never walked into a church and felt like, oh, I'm at home. You know, I see people on the internet who are like, I'm so moved by this and I'm crying in the church and all these things. And I'm like, I've cried in church before, but it was because I was like, I don't, I don't feel comfortable here. Like, I don't, I don't feel like safe. Like genuinely the word I'm looking for is I do not feel safe. I don't feel welcome. I don't feel safe. I don't feel included. I feel like everyone here is in on something and I'm not. I feel like an outcast. And I think that it's become so sensationalized and it's become twisted so far. Like, you know, I think people forget like the actual teachings of the Bible, you know, and it's like, it's just a lot of it in the circles that I've personally been involved in have not been very Christ-like. And so I distanced myself from it because I was like, this isn't something that I want to be a part of. And it it just isn't something that I'm like proud to, to put my name next to. And I found spiritual beliefs that did make me feel safe and did make me feel 
welcome and, and didn't make me feel ostracized, you know, like it, and it's hard to find, you know, I, I don't think people realize like the biggest underlying factor of these teachings is love and community. Just because you have a building doesn't mean you have a community and having a community where it's a bunch of people who just are so desperate to fit in is really sad. Like that's not something to pat yourself on the back of like, oh, we're such a great church. Look at how new our stained glass window is, you know, like that, that's not what makes, you know, that environment, what makes that environment is, do you have the community that somebody can walk in and feel embraced? And I haven't felt that. I really have not felt that. And, you know, even as a kid, like, I feel like I felt that for a little bit and then it, it like wasn't there. And it just, it felt really uncomfortable. And I felt like I always had a really good personal relationship with my spirituality and with, you know, spirit, universe, God, whatever you want to call it. But I didn't feel like I had a community that felt the same as it did one-on-one. And I would love to have a community that's like that, but it just hasn't come to part for me. Like I haven't found that and I'm okay with that. You know, I've, I've found people who do have similar spiritual beliefs, but like a physical community where I can go and have shared beliefs and be involved physically together. That's not something that I've come across. You know, it's always been like kind of sparse and far between. So I don't know how I got into the, oh, art, but okay. So it always comes down, it always comes down to the fucking church. What the fuck? Anywho. So art. Yeah. I feel like for ages, if you haven't seen Mean Girls, go see it. Have I seen it? No. Do I want to see it? Yes. Yes, I do. Hey, hot guys. Someone take me to go see Mean Girls. And don't watch me while I eat popcorn because one time this guy told me. Okay. I don't. Okay. Let me finish my thought with the church. The church art. The church owns most of the art because it was the like biggest powerhouse of money for fucking ever and ever and ever. Amen. So it bought all of the art, which is bullshit and fucking tax churches tax churches so hard um i love i love art i love art i think it's beautiful i think the vatican if you ever have the opportunity to go go the paintings are beautiful it is so gorgeous but back then people didn't have a lot to do it was just go to church and paint so guess what they were painting the shit they could see or the shit they were hearing about so it's a lot of jesus paintings and they are beautiful okay now moving on I one time had a man tell me that it was an ick watching me eat popcorn. And I love popcorn, okay? Everyone in my family loves popcorn. Like, all sides of my family love po- I just love movie theater popcorn, okay? I love it. Does it make your teeth hurt? Yes. I love it, though. Also, I want to whiten my teeth. If you have a recommended teeth whitening strip or something like that, let me know. Do I need it? Indifferent. I drink a lot of coffee, okay? I drink so much coffee. Give me a break, all right? I work late work a lot of hours. I get really tired. But yeah, so he told me, and mind you, like I wasn't even attracted to this guy. I was not attracted to this man. And he told me it's disgusting watching you eat popcorn. And it has stuck with me ever since the same way that the ugly kid in second grade said I had man hands. I had a gross kid who used to flip his eyelids inside out in second grade tell me you have man hands. And my entire life, I have been like, how do I make my hands look more feminine? Like, the things you say to people, people remember. The way you make people feel, they remember. And, like, I was not attracted to this guy. I don't associate with this person anymore. Why would I believe anything they said? But listening to that person. Also, he said it out of anger. Do not ever be nice to someone because you think you feel bad. 
You can feel bad for them and say, hey, look, that's tough. You need to deal with that on your own. I got to deal with it on my own. Bye-bye. Part of my anger with that is that I had people close to me who said, well, you hurt his feelings. What did you expect? And I did not expect to be in fear for my physical safety the way that I was. Where like I am still having to deal with the aftermath of it. And I I pray that if you take anything away from today's episode, it is that. It is that if you feel physically, mentally, emotionally unsafe, that you walk away and you st- and you and you do not look back. And you don't take anything that they say to you to heart. Because now I'm afraid to eat popcorn in public. I <laughs> sorry. I like it's such a serious thing that like is not funny at all, but I'm surprised I haven't, honestly, I'm not surprised I haven't talked about it on here. I haven't talked about it on here because I, I'm not going to get into too many details. I feel like I've said enough already. Um, I feel like I don't have to get into too many details with the nitty gritty of things. Um, but I do want to talk about serious topics. Like I've, I've been through some shit. I don't feel like I need to divulge every minute detail of it to the world. But like, I feel like most women have been through a lot of shit. And don't talk about it. And if we don't talk about it, the other people that go through it aren't going to know that like, one, there are other people that have been through this that you can talk to to get yourself through it. And two, that we can talk about it enough to make it stop happening. You know, like being sexually harassed is brutal. Being sexually harassed in the workplace is really fucking tough. And I remember going to someone for help and being like, hey, what do you do when people say this to you? And them being like, oh, people don't say that to me because they respect me. And it made me feel bad about myself. It made me feel like I was not a respectable person. And I internalized it aggressively. And I was like, I feel really bad and I feel really sad. And like, what do I? What am I doing wrong? And it took me so long to realize I didn't do anything wrong. That person was a creep. That person was a creep who targeted me because I was young and they thought they could get away with it. And they did because I didn't report it because I went to someone for help. And instead of them saying, that's not normal, here's what you need to do, they said, that would never happen to me. And I felt bad. And then I never wanted to go to anybody about it again until I had like a guy friend who I was like, yeah, people like say this stuff to me. And he was like, no, 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 no. If people feel comfortable saying that to you, they feel comfortable saying worse to other people. And then would like go and talk to people and be would be like, that is not acceptable. You will not continue to speak like that. You're going to give her the respect that she deserves. And that really stuck with me. And it still has stuck with me where like it, it, the reaction to it, you know, of like people respect me and that's why they don't do that to me. And it internalized in me of like, yeah, I'm, I'm young in the workplace. So why would anyone respect me? They would respect me because I earned my fucking spot there. Because I worked hard and I deserve the position that I'm in, you know? But that's not how I saw it. I saw it as like, like I felt sorry that I was in that position instead of being like, I worked my ass off. I deserve to be here. And I've I've never seen a man ever feel sorry for the position that he's in because they feel like they earned it. They feel like they deserve it. And I know that I deserve it. I know that I've worked very hard. I continue to work hard every single day. It's why I'm tired a lot. Because I work really hard always. So why was it that I didn't feel like I deserved it? You know, I feel like a lot of women experience that. And it, it makes me really sad because like you're working almost harder to feel like you don't deserve it. That's not okay. Like celebrate your big moments. I think about so many moments in my life that like I haven't celebrated. 
I bought a house and I didn't celebrate it. Like my version of celebrating it was just sitting here by myself and going, I did this. And then it was overwhelmingly sad because I was like, I did this and like, what am I doing? You know, I've, oh my God, I worked so hard that I have the blessed ability that like I can buy a house and like how exciting I get to make it my own. And I'm going to, you know, paint the walls. I'm going to make a studio. I'm going to start a podcast. I'm going to do all these things that I wanted to do because I have the space and the time and the ability. And like, I've worked hard to get here. And I'm the version of myself that 10 years ago, 15 years ago, three years ago, me could have never imagined, but like always hoped to be, you know, I didn't hope to be doing all this alone, but I hoped to be a strong woman who was so incredibly loved. And I, I do feel loved by my friends in the universe and the people around me. But like at the end of the day, like I do sit here and I am by myself, you know, when I want to celebrate these things, I'm like, Hey, like hat on the back, but like, yeah, cool. You you did something like, all right, keep moving. You know, it's not like I'm having these moments that I imagined of like, you know, buying a house, having no furniture in it, needing Chinese takeout on the floor because like, you know, with your partner, cause you're like, holy shit, we did it. Like, okay, we're going to eat this. We're going to sleep on a blow up mattress because that's all that we have available to us. And tomorrow we're going to unpack boxes. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. The way that I've seen other people do it. You know, my story looks different and I love my story, but it looks different. And it doesn't look like the ones that I'm, I'm, I've read. It doesn't look like the ones that I, like when I read the cover of it, I thought it was going to be different and I'm really liking it, but I thought it was going to be different and I'm okay. It's okay for me to say, I thought it was going to be different. And like, it would be nice to be that way. However, I know that it's going to be even better, you know? So there's that. Let's gear shift, shall we? I want to recommend Aldi's furniture. You know what I did all by myself? We're going to pat me on the back, friends. I put together a storage cabinet for my bathroom. I built it all by myself. I went to Aldi. I bought it. It was, I think it was $60. And it is a pretty sturdy little whole thing. And I built it by myself. Did I wish someone was there to build it with me? At the end, yes. Like I put all of it together and then I had to screw the door hinge. Like the door hinge was already on the fucking door. So I'm holding the door up with like my leg and I'm literally, this is what I looked like. I'm sitting there with like my knee up and the door on there and I'm I'm having to hold the door with my hand and my knee and I'm trying to with one hand grab the screw and the screwdriver and hold them together and then put them in and then like twist, 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 twist. And here's the problem though. I'm using my non-dominant hand. It fucking sucked. Okay. Half the door, I couldn't use my dominant hand and it was brutal, but I did it, but I did it. Shout out to my friend, Craig. Uh, Craig was getting live tweets and I was like, I'm like, I'm getting pissed off. I just need someone to hold this. Okay. I just need them to hold it in one spot so that I can screw the screws in and then I'm done. It's the only part that I need an extra hand. And he was like, but did you do it? And I said, I did. And he went, so I guess you didn't need the extra hands. And I said, no, but it would have made it easier. And he said, just because it made it easier didn't mean it, like, yes, it would have made it easier, but it didn't mean it was impossible. And you did it. And like, do you think that you feel prouder because you did it on your own? And I was like, maybe. I don't know. Stop fucking getting philosophical on me. But I fucking love Aldi. I spent $200 at Aldi yesterday. Um, So I do this thing where I go to the grocery store once every couple weeks and I buy a bunch of shit because I am now having to – let's talk – let's update on how am I doing fueling my body. I'm doing better. And when I say I'm doing better, I mean I think I'm doing better. Am I eating the amount of fiber that she wants me to eat every day? Not every day. Do you know how hard it is to eat 30 grams of fiber every fucking day? It's tough. (laughs) And then like you think about it and it's like just eat 
berries and apples and fruit. And I'm like, I'm not hungry. Like that is genuinely becoming my problem is I'm sitting here and I'm like, okay, so my goals are 126 grams of protein and 25 to 30 grams of fiber every single day and having to learn like what weeks do I need to be eating 30 grams of fiber and what weeks is 25 grams of fiber fine. I am, I am like, I literally will drink a 40 ounce tumbler of water with two tablespoons of chia seeds and that's only like. 10 grams of fiber. And I'm like, all right, cool. That's like half of it. An apple is like three grams, right? I would have to eat 10 apples. That's so much food, you know? And then I'm like, I she kind of laughs because she's like, you didn't just eat a pound of chicken. I'm like, yeah, I ate a pound of chicken. And she's like, what, like, well, what else? And I'm like, nothing. I was craving chicken. So like my body said, you need chicken. So I just I go to Aldi, I get the family size chicken breast because, listen, I don't have the budget for the like fancy schmancy organic shit anymore. I get the big family size chickens with rib meat. They are a pound and a half each. Okay, I, I, there's four of them in a container, right? And it's like 12 to $15 because it's by weight. I put them into Ziploc baggies and I did buy a food scale because I was like, I'd message her and I'd be like, this is about a pound. And I'm now learning what I think is a pound and what is a pound is not the same. So I'm like, <laughs> great, because I think it's so much more than it actually is. So I have not been eating enough, which I know is a subconscious thing that having had an eating disorder and continuing to unpack the fact that even though I thought I was healed and better and fine, I was still living with a lot of disordered eating habits that like... I would purposefully, like, I'd look at something and I'd overestimate how much it was and then I wouldn't finish it. So that way, like, okay, if I'm logging it, I'm logging that I ate a pound of chicken, but I only ate, like, half of it. Also, it was only, like, 75% of a pound. I don't know how much that is. Three quarters? Three quarters of a pound. Jesus. Three quarters of a pound and then I only ended up eating, like, half a pound of it. So there was a little bit left over and, like, okay, I'll just finish that tomorrow. And then I'll log that tomorrow. So I'm logging more. And I was like, that's not healthy because then I have like nutritional needs that I am not meeting and being like, oh my God, like subconsciously I've been fucking myself and I just had to snake my drain. Okay. I saw how much hair falls out of my head and being like, am I, am I fueling my body enough to like not have this happen? So I bought a food scale and it's been going really well. I ate a pound and a half of turkey two days ago because like turkey and broccoli and black beans and I think that was it. And I had someone reach out to me and they were like, like ground turkey and what? And I was like, there were black beans. There were broccoli, like barbecue sauce. And they were like, that's, that's a lot. And I was like, I know. And I was insatiable right? I'm insatiable for like a week out of the month. And then the rest of the month I'm sitting there and I'm like, I feel like I'm going to throw up. And I'm looking at my meals and I'm like, I got to keep going. Like, cause I realize like, I don't eat all day. Like I wake up and I'm not hungry. So I have a cup of coffee and then I'm still not hungry because the coffee suppresses my appetite. And I'm like, I have been living like this for so long that now having to eat more, I am not super hungry. Like sometimes I crave the act of eating. So like, I want like a certain flavor or like, I want the mouth movement, but I'm not hungry you know and to hit those goals you gotta eat like a lot it's a good amount and I'm still like I'll look at it and I'm like I'm not breaking like I'm barely hitting 2,000 calories but I'm 
struggling. And that's what made has made me like really have to come to terms with the fact that like I've spent the past several years saying I'm so healthy, I'm so healed, I'm so fixed. And then looking at it and being like, I'm struggling to eat, you know, fueling foods and I'm and fueling my body as like an adult woman should, especially one who's now working on building muscle and, you know, creating these like physique goals and whatever. And I'm like, God, this, you know, like I I have said before of like extreme bodybuilders have eating disorders. Like I dated someone who was so obsessive with their macros that they like got violently upset about, I won't say violently, they got very upset about like eating too many carbs that day. And I was like, hey, like like, you're making me feel bad about what I eat. I mean, not because of that incident, but because of the fact that they would actively comment on the fact that if I wanted to eat the quantity that I was eating at the time, I needed to work out more. And to to reference here, I just had a trainer tell me that I have not been eating enough to sustain life as a 24-year-old body. And this was three years ago, and I was eating the same amounts. Like, I was eating a thousand calories a day and they were actively like if you're not gonna work out you just shouldn't eat at all and I was like okay cool yeah you're right yeah that actually helped so much I made it so much better bro oh fuck so yeah um maybe it was just that person but like like I'm not gonna be so strict to it that it's like if I eat more than what I need to I'm gonna lose my mind because I am working really hard and with help on building a healthy and happy relationship with nutrition and you know fueling myself appropriately but it's tough you know and and you don't think that it would be this tough but it is and that's okay like the things in life that are worth having and doing like aren't always easy and that's okay that doesn't make it more or less valuable it just means your journey's a little different i feel like i talked about a whole lot of nothing um thank you for positive feedback on the last episode if you haven't listened to it go listen to it if you liked it leave a review, like, subscribe, tell a friend, share my TikToks, share the podcast. Like, let's grow this baby, okay? Because it's a fun time. We're fun. We're cool. We expose ourselves on the internet. If you know where to buy replacement lids for the Walmart Stanley Dupe, please let me know because Amazon does not have them. I thought they did. They were too small. They were made for the actual Stanley, which apparently has a smaller mouth than this bad boy, which is disappointing to say the least. Um, That's all, folks. I don't think I have anything else. I really appreciate you being here. Please share the podcast with a friend. Uh, if there's a specific kind of content that you want to see more of, let me know. Um, I might do some some readings and stuff like that. I don't know. I like. I feel like I like to catch up on my life. I feel like a lot of people enjoy my updates. I know. I know Richard does. Shout out to you, Richard. I appreciate your feedback. I really do. I appreciate that you share this podcast with friends and family and, uh, and like and subscribe. So please be like Richard and do that and send me your feedback on what you want to hear more of. Okay. I cannot wait to get these photos back that we mentioned last week. I have not gotten them yet. I'm so excited. Um, if you have not, please go give some love to uh, KKP Photography, KKP Booty, B-O-U-D-I on Instagram. I'm going to keep plugging her. Like, she's great. Genuinely. She's so cool. Um, yeah, I love you so much. Have a great week. I cannot wait to see you next week. Bye. <laughs>